Let's get it. Welcome to the Hampton Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up, what's up, Cooper? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving. I know it's hitting different <laughs> for you today. You're coming in here fresh off of how many exams you've taken this week? Uh, I've taken two, and I'll take a third one tonight when I get home. Tough scene. I know we're, some we're, people we're, that listen to this can relate to that. We're betting zero right now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have not hit a passing grade on one of these finals yet, but hey. that's all right. Just you keep you on trucking along. C's get degrees, kids. You heard keep it from on me first. trucking along. Don't tell your parents I said that, but C's get degrees. Mm-hmm. And that's all we're aiming for right now. You know, I told my mom I'm okay with mediocrity at this point. Yeah, I would I be care. too. I'm okay with being mid. I hope John Morant gets a degree here soon. I'll just throw that in there. But oh, we have so very degree. No, he doesn't have his degree. Oh, I think he only played two years at Murray State. Yeah, Shut I should know job. that. But it is. What I it should is. know that too. <laughs> uh, we have so very much to get into today, including. The two series in the Eastern Conference. Philadelphia 76ers took a 3-2 lead in Boston and a shocking outcome in Game 5 last night. We're going to give you everything you need to know for that. But first, man, tonight is the Lakers-Warriors showdown. Game 5, Golden State tries to keep their season alive down 3-1 to the L.A. Lakers. Coop, let's start with Game 4. You were just talking to me off air about how amazing Steph Curry was. Tell me about it. I mean, you look at – I watched the game, and I mean, three for 14, I did not know. <laughs> I did <laughs> not realize he was that bad from three. But it was honestly one of the most impressive Steph Curry games I've watched. Right. Like, the man is only, a, what, 6'3"? Yes. If that – I mean, you know they lie on all these things all the time. That man was down there busting his butt to get rebounds. He even got offensive rebounds. It's tough. The man was out there looking like John Morant with the joggles on, yes, with some sir. of the assists he was making, and he still winds up getting 31 points. Yeah. The Warriors wasted an a, a, a incredible Steph Curry game. Yes, they Like, did. they thoroughly wasted it, and, I'm lo- and I know you have a lot to say about the tail end of this game because they absolutely vomited all over themselves. For some reason, the Lakers are just finding ways to – get teams to vomit all over themselves in the last like two minutes of a game. I you wanna we we wanted to start with Steph Curry, but I I'm just gonna take a quick pivot to Jordan Poole here. Oh, I was gonna talk about Clay Thompson. So oh, you you, oh, you pick can, on one of the yeah, yeah, yeah. the Splash brothers, I'll pick on the other Splash We'll split brother. it up like we had it planned or something. <laughs> exactly. Jordan like Poole, we thought about this. Last offseason he signed a four year $128 million extension. Proceeded to get decked. <laughs> then got his ass knocked out by Draymond Green. But what people don't know is that four-year, $128 million extension did not go into effect not this year. It goes into effect next year. So they signed this deal, getting the ver- version of Jordan Poole you're witnessing right now, which is 0 of 4 from the field, 0 of 2 from 3, and 0 points in game 4. More and he has averaged 10 points these playoffs. Yes, I know JP3 fans are like, but he averaged 27 in December. It does not matter. In these playoffs... He has been horrible. He's shooting two of 13 the last two games and hasn't made a three-pointer since the first game of this series. Yeah, he's been Jordan bad. Poole has really let down Stephen Curry. Now, another guy that's let him down is Clay Thompson. I'll, I'll, last thing I'll say on Jordan Poole, you know the scene in, uh, I think it's the first grown-ups, where yeah. they're at the uh, water park or whatever, and they all sit there and pee in the pool? Yeah. The pool. That's, what, that's what's happening at the pool party right now. It's getting a lot of piss <laughs> out. Um, it's bad. Yeah. The pool party is needs to be... Sold. Yikes. <laughs> they need to sell the pools. I'd rather see Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody play those minutes. Because um, Moody was probably the Warriors only Warriors fans have been beg- begging for Kaminga. Dude, begging where has he Kaminga. been? But yeah, Clay Thompson. All right. This man, Steph gives the him. shot selection? Was pitiful. Oh, it was Dylan Brooks 2.0. Literally. Um, But in one of the greatest three-point shooters of all time. Um, And so... He makes the one shot to get the third three of the night, to get to nine points. And they were like, he's three of nine from the field with nine points. It's been a pretty quiet game for Clay. He proceeds to go down the court, take a 30-foot three, falling away. Yes. Granted, it was at the end of the shot clock, so I'll give him a little bit on that one. The next one was Dylan Brooks. Man, comes up, catches the ball with 20 on the shot clock. Fade away. You talking about the right wing one? Yes. Yeah. What was that about? I have no idea. And then you're like, and I have no. All right, Steve Kerr, it, he'll get animated, but it'll be typically at bad foul calls, or it'll be at like Draymond being an idiot or something like that. Mm-hmm. When you hear, like, I audibly heard him say, "What are you doing?" And you see him in the background going, <laughs> and even Draymond's like, 
what are you like when those two guys are saying, "What are you doing?" You know it's bad. You know it's bad because you're in. You're winning the game at that point, yeah. if I remember correctly. And then they go down, and the Lakers start chipping away and chipping away. Shout out to Lonnie Walker. We'll hit on him in a second. What are you doing? What is that shot selection? I have no idea. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And Kerr is a veteran coach. He went to the postgame presser. Of course, got asked about it. He was like, you know what? I trust him in that situation. No, we no, all. No, you don't. We all, That's why you said, what are you doing? We all <laughs> visibly saw your reaction to it, bro. And the reason that I think it's Jordan Poole more than Clay, I think both of them have been abysmal here as of late. But Clay did have 50. Clay had the 30. He had 55 points in the first two games of the series. And now he's just gone a disappearing act. I will say this tonight, game six. I mean, game at six, home, Clay comes out. I know. I expect Clay Thompson to show up tonight. Jordan Poole, I don't know. Do you even see if he plays? By the way, do you see a former Warriors All Star is calling for Gilbert Arenas? Yeah, it's calling trade for his him. head. Yeah, yeah, trade him. It's crazy. I did see that. I, I watched your video. No, I appreciate it. I wasn't gonna expect it, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I saw it yesterday. I, I got on a TikTok binge yesterday. Um, sadly, um, <laughs> but I I'm gonna be honest, Kerr. Kerr is a veteran coach, like you just said, but he's also one of those coaches that he is willing to take someone out. Exactly. And if you're not playing well, he won't play you. I mean, Jermichael Green won them a game in that game, too, because of the spacing that he presented on the floor. The man played two minutes. Yeah. He shot twice in those two minutes. He was getting them FGAs up, but Kerr pulled him immediately because he knew it wasn't working again. He he played that card. The card worked the one time you could play it. It don't work anymore. Yeah. Moses Moody played 19 minutes. Off the bench, three for three from the field, one for one from three, seven points, two steals, a rebound, a block. He filled the stat sheet up. Granted, he has four fouls, but I'm fine with him soaking up fouls. He needs to play more, and Kaminga, I think, needs to play more. I absolutely agree, and these young guys are finally blossoming into what we expected. Moses Moody, you didn't really see it on the playoff run last year, but this year you have seen it. You have to give him more minutes, especially above Jordan Poole. I will say this about Draymond Green. I mean, he's gotten dominated two games in a row by Anthony Davis. I mean, 23 points, 15 rebounds, and three steals in game four for AD. Shout out to him, finally showing oh, up in an no. even game, back-to-back oh. game. I expect uh, he probably won't be there tonight in game five, but AD's gotten it done the past I'm going to be honest. It's probably going to be a boring game that we can turn off like halfway through because I feel like they're going to win by 30. Dead like ass, It's going to be a whoop-that-trick scenario, mm-hmm. which is similar to what happened in the Lakers-Grizz, so mm-hmm. be weary, but... It's, it's like one of those things that I think AD's finally realized that Draymond's smaller than him. Yes. Like, Draymond's physical with you. But it was similar to the Joel Embiid against Al Horford. Al Horford had him on lock. Absolutely. In that one game. And then Joel Embiid was like, what am I doing? Al Horford's 38 years old. Yep. <laughs> and he destroyed him in the next game. Um, I highlighted a matchup in this series before we the series even tipped off game one. I said, I'm interested to see the Kevon Looney versus AD minutes. We are getting absolutely none. <laughs> he, they have completely forbidden Kevon Looney since game one, really. I'm like, I, like, and I don't know if I they go know. back to it. I, I don't think they have an answer for Anthony Davis. I really don't. They really don't. And it's one of those things that I think the best thing to probably do to AD is just give him two. Yeah. I'd let, let's see if Lonnie Walker can do it again. Let's see if Austin Reeves can do it again. That'd be the way I'd die. Speaking of Lonnie Walker, we all know how amazing he was. Six of nine in the fourth quarter. Took more shots than AD and uh, LeBron James combined. And probably Curry, too. Couldn't have asked. I really had not watched any postgame of Lonnie Walker, probably for good reason. But, like, he's the most humble kid. Dude, I Couldn't love have him. happened to a better man. Yes. And, like, that that shot, he, like, little, like, midi over Steph Curry. Did you see Steph's face? Dude, they were bum hunting Steph. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they were, were bum hunting They were absolutely bum hunting yes, Steph. But, I did. But I yeah. watched this whole game, sadly, because you know me. <laughs> um, I, I've never rooted for the Warriors a day in my life, but I've been trying so hard to like will them to this victory. Right. I, I think I just need to start rooting for the Lakers, and then the Warriors will win. So maybe that's what I'll do tonight. Right. I'll try that. I'll try that avenue. Speaking of tonight, I did see. Uh, I'm gonna have to go back and check, but earlier in the day, because I saw this like running joke on Twitter. Mike Greenberg, you know the guy, host of Get Up on ESPN. There was a screenshot I saw on Twitter of, and, and like the bottom like headline on ESPN said, should the Lakers rest their starters in game five? What? And I nearly fell out of my chair when I saw it. But then I said, because I was picking a live team for a, a, a promo I was doing for, actually for a company, I'm not going to say the name, <laughs> uh, for a promo I was doing for them and I had to pull like, you know, all right, all right who's actually playing tonight? LeBron James and Anthony Davis were both on the injury report. Are you serious? Probable. They're both probable, but they were both listed on the injury report. 
And I, I saw that after I saw the Mike Greenberg screenshot. I'm like, dude, no way. No way. Yeah, I, I need to check it right now. But that I thought was very, very interesting. Why I even put them? Because I don't think, and I haven't, I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, I haven't checked the injury report every game. Just This is the only game I did it just because I was like, oh, for shits and gigs, my, what Mike Greenberg said yesterday. Yeah. But LeBron and AD were both on it as probable. I think it was like soreness or some crap. But, I, I mean, I expect them to play. I just thought it was funny it was that they're on it. That is wild. It's similar vibe to the uh, – you remember when LeBron was like, every game matters. I just can't believe refs would contradict something like that to ruin a game. <laughs> and they sat, he sat out the next five games. Yeah. What and happened then, to every game and, matters, bud? And then he got hurt and they like made a massive run. Yeah, then they were better without him. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Not in the playoffs at least. Not in the playoffs, but they were better without him because I remember you texting me the stupid meme of LeBron flexing. You're like, he's back tonight. And I was like, watch them be worse. And then they lost to Pat Bev. <laughs> I do think what Rob Palinka has done. Oh, he he would he would have won Gym of the Year if it wasn't for yeah the other teams. I mean, two and ten at, at one point in January and February. I mean, this team was completely out of the play-in picture. Yeah, and now they're one win away from the conference finals. What yep. I I nobody saw this coming. No, no, it's crazy. Dude, we were still talking even after they were on their run, where we were like, do they can they even make the play-in? Yeah, like I mean, it was one of those things, but. I mean, shout out to AD. I mean, you he didn't have as many blocks in this game, but he didn't need it because he was still out there making people <laughs> run the other way when he was there. That's exactly right. Um, 23 and 15 is nothing to slight on, especially when it only took 16 shots. Yeah. I mean, and Steve Kerr said it best. He said, we just got outplayed. The Lakers did a great job of holding serve here. You go yeah. home, take care of business, get a win, and the momentum is right back in your favor. Speaking of momentum, let's talk about tonight, man. At home. I told you my prediction. I said, I want the Lakers to win game uh, game four. Mm -hmm. I want them to have a 3-1 lead because nothing gives last dance material than the Warriors making up for their blown 3-1 lead. When's the last time the Warriors came down from 3-1? Do you remember? Was it against the Grizzlies? No, it was not. No, the Grizzlies beat them as an A-seed. A a team the Grizzlies played. No, the Grizzlies beat the Spurs as an A-seed. That wasn't the Spurs. What I think it was the word. Anywho, was it the Lakers? No, it was the year before Kevin Durant got there. Oh shoot! I'll I'll get into this because I remember Who, th- we were we were like Jazz? you were you were a baby whenever this happened. Oh sweet mercy! <laughs> so Jack was Jack was also wearing diapers. No, it was not. No, it was not. We weren't babies, but we were um, like 15, 16 years old. So Kevin Durant, the reason he got so much flack for going out to Golden State is because Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant had a 3-1 lead on Golden State, and they blew it. And then Kevin Durant, literally a month later, went out to the Warriors. So the last time that Golden State came down from a 3-1 lead was against Kevin Durant. And now we all know what happened in 2016 with LeBron James down 3-1. Can the Golden State Warriors avenge that? Chat, answer me in there what you think. Cooper, answer that question. Yeah. Dude, I called it on literally Monday. I was like, this is Michael Jordan, last dance, but Steph Curry version. Because think about it. Draymond ain't going to be there next year, and neither is Klay Thompson. Mm -hmm. And, heck, neither is Dante DiVincenzo at this point. Yep. This is literally the last dance if they're going to do it. Because yes. unless Clay Thompson and Draymond come back on vet men's, you're not bringing them back. And they're not coming back on vet men's. They already said they want more money. This is the last dance. Nothing is more poetic than you blowing a 3-1 lead in the finals to LeBron James and then you getting the opportunity to come back from a 3-1 lead against LeBron James. And you also know it would just bring me more joy in this world to watch LeBron James fumble three in a row. I don't think it can happen, but I, I am – penciling in a Warriors come back from a 3-1 lead. The funny thing to me is you mentioned Draymond not coming back, especially after this. Jordan Poole on that contract, Draymond's going to win more than that. And Draymond's going to be like, look, I'm a four-time champion. Jordan Poole's been here for one of them, and we saw what he did last playoff run. So, yes, as far as a 3-1 lead, can they come back? It starts tonight. If they blow out the Lakers tonight, as you think they do, if I see that tonight, I will start to believe but if there's any team in these playoffs that is down 3-1 that can has the experience and talent, on. it's Let's Golden down. State Warriors. The game that you need to circle is game six. They've been bad on the road all season. All season. But they won twice in Sacramento. They did win twice in Sacramento, which boosts their total up to 13-32. and 32. Yes. 
you're going to have to – I think they dominate tonight because it's going to be home cooking. You're going to have guys like Wiggins, Gary Payton, who was awesome in the last game. If it's close, the Clay. pressure's all on Golden State. Oh, one If it's close down the stretch, the pressure, it, you know how heavy you wanna it is. You want to blow them out. Yeah. You want to blow them out, make a statement, do your thing, get confident, maybe get some guys like Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, confident to go on the road. Game six is going to be the game you win because I think game seven in Oracle it is still called Oracle, isn't it? Uh, it's Chase Center, Chase Center. But I think you have to have game six, Clay, for any of this to happen. Jordan Poole, I think you have an extremely short leash it's short. and it's run be. out the Moses Moody coming, a thing that we were talking about earlier in the pod. But, yeah. I mean, if Moody doesn't get more minutes than Poole tonight, Steve Kerr is going to have a malpractice suit on his hand. Exactly. And it's not only the last dance because of all the contract situations. It's also Steve Kerr's 19-series winning streak against Western Conference playoff teams. I mean, on the line tonight, dude. I can. See I just it think now. if it's close down the stretch, a closer in LeBron James and Anthony Davis, a closer in Wardale Stephen Curry Jr. Yeah, uh, who's zero and twelve now and go ahead buckets know, late I in games. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't see that stat. I was gonna let it slide. You had your fingers crossed. I was like, gonna let it slide. But can you not see it now? Like you know the opening of the Last Dance. You love the Last Dance. Yeah, Michael Jordan Last Dance. If you haven't seen it. I don't know what you've been Have doing. You but watched go watch the whole it. thing through. Yeah, yet? I've watched it all the way okay. through. I'm about to watch it again with Leah because I want to make her. I watch just it. watched it for like the fifth time. Actually. Did you really? Yeah, I just finished. Um, it. But you know the beginning of it. It's like that kind of flashback, and then it kind of molds into the title sequence. Right. I can literally see the Jordan Poole punch, like go into the hosting the Larry O'Brien Trophy again. Like I can literally, I, I, you need me to come like direct this. I could be the greatest director of all time if I got to direct that. Bro, whenever that TMZ video leaked, I had posted a TikTok of, it, of the video in it, but TikTok deleted it like after an hour because it was too like graphic or something. Graphic. I was so mad because I was like, it was doing so well like in the first hour, and I then bet. I checked my phone and it's completely deleted, and they're like, "You have a strike on." T-. I'm like, "Bro, come on, calm down." Yeah, I'm was, about to watch it again because it brings me joy. Yeah, but it was. Uh, I don't at least everybody else is on the, the thing is Golden State's we are. tied to him now. Like, are they? Yeah, they, you can't trade that contract. No, you not cannot at, not trade now. four years, one hundred thirty-eight million dollars. No, that's, that's not going to happen. Um, so we need Game Six Clay tonight. Steph Curry. We need Game Six Clay for Game Five and Six, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they, they, didn't, yeah, get, they didn't get it for. All right, excuse me. They got it for Game Two, didn't they? Uh, they got it for Game One and Two because he combined for. <laughs> He, <laughs> he's over here watching the teams. Dude, video. he he crumbles. I know. He crumbles. It's like one hit. By the way, the Warriors, whoever's in their building and like coaching staff, they have some of the loudest mouths because just oh, like no. last game, they were trying to throw like a wrench into the lineup, but it got leaked to the media and obviously whoever was had that video just completely sold it to TMZ because that's not supposed to get out there no because the original report on Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole was like it was some forcible blow or like it was it didn't say it was kind of nonchalant yeah it was like nonchalant and then you saw it and you're like oh my god like this is Devontae Davis that man (laughs) literally (laughs) like Mike Tyson on his head Oh, that'd be priceless if Draymond had a lisp. Oh, oh yeah, it would be priceless. I'm telling you, the last dance would be like it. It'd probably be Jordan's last dance. Yeah, if that came out, and the first thing you see is Draymond decking him and then holding the Larry exactly. O'Brien. Yeah, <sighs> that would be lit. Oh, uh, uh, let's get into Lakers blew a three-one lead. That's all I gotta say. You think they blow it, huh? Lakers blow a three-one lead. I think Lakers in six, dudes. Sooner or later, these guys like Dennis Schroeder, Austin Reeves, and Lonnie Walker are gonna have to come back down to earth. Like you saw, Rui Hachimura finally come back down to earth. Yeah. He had two points last game. Sooner or later, they've all got to come back down to earth. I don't expect Lonnie Walker to do much tonight. Did you watch the interviews with that kid though? He's awesome. He's literally the best. Oh, I, I like him a lot. Yeah, and I I like the signing. Like even when they had a garbage <laughs> roster, I was like, I like. And Lonnie he Walker got signing. PT whenever yeah. like Pat Bev and Russ and stuff were still there. But then once the trade happened, he's really been logging DMPs. By the way, speaking of Russ and Patrick Beverly, if the Lakers go, I saw they get a ring. Yeah, and that's not Rob Palenka. He didn't like. He's not changing rules. DeMarcus Cousins, who was like halfway, I think he had gotten released or something, he got the 2020 championship ring as well. So that's that's already been a rule because Patrick yeah. Beverly, I, I believe, played 45 games and Russell Westbrook 52. You want to get into this uh, Sixers performance last night? Dude. You want to talk about Tyrese Maxey, bro? Do we want to talk about the Celtics? What the You want to talk about the, the MVP showing, having an MVP night? What the mess? That was a mess. Celtics are a mess. The I'm seeing so much is Jalen Brown better than Jason Tatum, and 
obviously, like, I still don't think that's true. Oh, I don't think that's true. But the but fact that this, this is even a conversation just shows how bad they were at home. And I will preface this entire conversation by saying Boston last year against the Milwaukee Bucks lost game five at home, and, and they went down 3-2. Tatum went on the road in Milwaukee and had 46 points, and they won back at home for Game Seven. This so series, the Grant is, Williams like 50 point game. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. The man, game man seven, hasn't yeah. scored that many points this season. Like, <laughs> Literally, combined. yeah. But this series is nowhere near over. Joel Embiid knows that. But Harden ha- had won them two games up to yeah. last night. Embiid won them that game last oh. night. I mean, the most dominant guy on the floor, hitting everything, knocking down threes, getting the middies, dominating in the post. It was just beautiful to watch. And the combination of him and Tyrese Maxey is just amazing. And I'm usually not a half-court basketball guy, but this James Harden and Joel Embiid pick and roll is the most beautiful thing in basketball right now. And Dude. Tyrese Maxey is an absolute speedster. They're not a yeah. run-and-gun team. But last night they actually outscored Boston Celtics in transition for the first time of the entire series. Well, it helps when Tyrese Maxey goes 50% from three on 12 attempts. <laughs> that man was – every time he shot it, I was like, God. Well, let's not act like he's not a sniper, though. No, no, no. I, mean, no. Second he, I know he's good. Year. I know he's good. But, yeah. I mean, I was like, damn, every time he shoots the ball, it's flames coming off. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening? And I'm not even going to discount – Tobias Harris played his butt off, too. Tobias Harris played great. You want to talk about the Grizzlies and Tobias Harris, bro? What do you mean? <laughs> Is he coming? No, I would love that. Oh, I would love it. Not on that contract, that. but I'd love it. I would love that. Is he up? Is he up for a contract this year? I think so. Oh, come on. I'm just saying the more I watch it. But you know who I want? We need size, we need a veteran, and we need shooting. He solves all three of those. You know who I want, though? Who? Clay Thompson. Okay, that's not. Could you imagine, though? Bro. If you can't beat him, join him. I want Clay, I want Draymond, and DiVincenzo. Bring them all. No. Bring your Michael back, too. There's no way in hell we'd be able to afford all that. By the way, <laughs> tonight, tonight the All-NBA teams get announced. Oh, John really? Morant, if he doesn't get, which is likely, if he doesn't get an All-NBA team, $39 million off the books for the Memphis Grizzlies over the next five years. It sucks for Ja. I hate it for him. But as but a it team. It helps for Clay Thompson coming in. As a team, bro, we're going to be, who, we're right, gonna be, be something. Honest, though. Be honest, though. Talk to me. I know this Wednesday is no longer Grizz talk until the offseason or whatever, yeah. but just I got to mention something about the Grizzlies. Okay. Out of those Warriors players that are pending free agents in DiVincenzo, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green, right? who would you prefer? You have to pick one. You can't pick three. You're talking about as a Grizzlies perspective? Yeah. DiVincenzo, who would you Clay bring Thompson, or um, Draymond? Draymond. The guy I want the most, like, still doesn't solve one of the biggest problems, but, like, he would solve the veteran and voice in the locker room problem drastically. And I know you know who that is, but he doesn't solve the shooting problem. <laughs> I think Clay can be a voice. I think he can. So you'd go Clay? Yeah. See, I keep one I keep leaning Draymond mostly because I'm like the the pick and rolls with him and Ja. Like, I mean, we see what he can do with Kurt. I'm trying to look defensively, too. Clay's not some lockdown defender, but he can defend. He's not a liability, either. And with Draymond, like, I feel like him and Jaron Jackson can guard the same people. I don't want two repeats of that with a non-shooter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the only thing that, like, makes me kind of think of him is he is a massive voice. Like, he he would be on them pretty heavily. And, I mean, he also loves Jaws, so there's the ties there. I don't care. I think the Grizzlies are going to be fine this offseason. I think they're going to make the moves they need to make. They're going to be here. aggressive as hell. They're going to be aggressive. Gonna so, and I can yeah. see a world where getting a Clay Thompson is aggressive. Yes. I mean, now you have three 40% three-point shooters on your team. Mm-hmm. Come Crazy. On, son. Come on, son. And a four-time finals. He's yeah. going to let everybody know he's got four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe five after they win this 3-1 lead. But anywho, no, back to the 76ers. That's a good question. Embiid last night, man. 33 points, three of seven on three pointers he obviously is a rim protector too. four block shots in this one and when he gets to the line that's what separates him from big man of the past he dominates down low but when he gets fouled and it's a ton he sinks his free throws 10 of 11 last night from the free throw line so shout out to Joel Embiid looking every bit of the MVP after getting named that just days prior another thing I do want to say is the Celtics shot 39% from the field and 31% from the three-point line. I think they did miss some wide-open shots. It was, quote, one of those games from the field. But at the same time, 
This is why you don't want to give up 45 points to James Harden in game one and drop that game. Because this game where you know you're, there's going to be one game in the series where you shoot terribly, and it was yeah. last night for Boston. Uh, it, was, it was abysmal. And them giving up that game one just really cost them the series, I feel like. So you know the myth um, that role players play better at home? Yeah. You want to hear a crazy stat? So out of Al Horford, Marcus Smart, Derek White, and Malcolm Brogdon, they shot 24% from the field. 7 of 22. Is that right? No, 7 of 29. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I was just oh, – sorry, I'm looking at Marcus Smart, Derek White, and Brogdon. That's it. Yeah, no, no, no. I have Al Horford in here too because okay. 0 for 7 from 3. Yeah. My yeah. God. And they weren't – some of them were dumb. Like I'm like, what are you doing? Like no. somebody's right in your face. Some of them he was butt naked. Yeah. The man that literally just called himself an elite shooter just a week ago. Mm-hmm. You cannot be at home and only have. I mean, dude, Peyton Pritchard in the like garbage time scored more than these guys. Yep, that can't happen. Like, dude, we picked this team to go to the championship because of what we saw. Like every year, Jason Tatum's been in the league. This team is nothing like what we've seen before. Like they look like they've never been in the playoffs before right now. And. I'm going to say James Harden has a lot to do with it. You know how I felt about James last season. Oh, I know. He's you been call a small game James all the time. He was a Hall of Fame shrinker up to this point. This is the best version, the most championship version of James Harden we've seen. We all know, obviously, player individual-wise, Houston, nothing that, that will ever be topped. But I'm talking about if you want to win a championship and he's playing as a sidekick that has already won them two games, and now he's facilitating at such a high level. And he's not the liability he was defensively anymore. He's no, not he's a great not. defender, but he's not the the pick-on guy nearly as much as he was. The assist thing is just amazing. And noticing that Embiid and Maxi are both going, so just staying out of the way, knocking down shots when you need to. And the mid-range game, because at Houston it was threes and layups and uh, free throws. That's all he hit. Yeah. Now he's incorporated that floater in mid-range game, and it's made him lethal. Oh, 1,000%. And it's also one of those things that I think, like, the defensive cause the defensive side of it, because obviously you know me, I'm watching, like, weird things like that all game. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like in Houston, the man was so gassed from having to drop 50 a night just to try to win. Exactly. He did not have the legs to stay in front of people. Now, when you're out there just doing pick and rolls and you get to dish it up to Joel or you get to dish it out to Tyrese, you don't have to exert as much energy, which means you can stay in front of somebody a little bit better. So I think we are getting one of the most complete versions of Harden playoff-wise. Yeah. Because it helps when you have the MVP and Joel Embiid down low. It helps when you have a – prototypical perfect role player in Tobias Harris and when Tyrese Maxey is on he is on and like you even got guys off the bench Daniel House played incredible last he night he played his energy off the oh, it was dude, amazing I, you could have you could have told me that he was Gary Payton the way he was defending out there yes. like and on the James Harden pick and roll thing in Houston it was PJ Tucker Trevor Ariza whoever you want to name PJ will still set him screens like he'll still set him screens to get a switch when he needs it but the fact that you have Joel Embiid coming up for a screen it and Houston, that would have been blitzed every time to get it out of Harden's hands, and you know Ariza corner three, and they'll live with the result. Yeah. Now you cannot blitz it because he's gonna. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They are scoring so very much off the pick and roll. It's just efficient. I mean, and he got to his left hand yesterday. That was a thing. He's not supposed to get left, and he got to it yesterday. If you had just, if you had just sat there, and I'm not looking at the box score, I didn't watch the game. One of the two, because mm-hmm. I watched the game, and I'm looking at the box score. But if I hadn't watched this game, and you got Cooper James Harden shot four times. Did they win or lose that game? No. <laughs> ten times out of ten, somebody's going to tell you, oh, they probably lost by a lot. Exactly. Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. They won this game, and it like the final score is a lot closer than it was. Right. Because the garbage time minutes, again, Peyton Pritchard was Michael Jordan in right. garbage time. He was. But Celtics have got a lot. Like, I'm not going to lie. I've seen a lot of issues in this series that I wasn't anticipating with Boston. Like, things that you kind of write off because you're like, they've been in the conference finals like four times already. Like, Jason Tatum's been here and done that. Like, you would think he's ready to go. And granted, he's he's struggled shooting. Like, we can't overlook that. But he's still he's still getting his. I'm just saying, I think the deja vu is so eerily similar. I don't think last this year. is over in six, yes. Oh, it's going to seven. I, I think Philly relaxes a little bit in game six. And game seven in Boston – I will say the last 20 playoff games the Celtics have had at home, they're 10-10. and 10. That's horrible. Yeah, that's garbage. For a team of that level, it's bad. Big deal, 1,000%. How do you see it ending? Both say seven. How do you feel? 
I still like Boston. I mean, I, I, had, do too, I had them man. going to the championship, but I mean, dude, if if Joel Embiid plays like that the next game, it's over in six. Yeah, it's rough. Like this is one of those things where it's either over in six or it goes back to Boston for game seven, and Boston's gonna win. Yeah, that's that's the only like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, don't see, I don't see. I just don't see them shooting thirty-one percent from beyond the arc no. ever again. <laughs> I, I, don't I, I don't. I know Marcus Smart's not an elite shooter, but Al Horford is. He's not going over seven. Yeah. How? Like, yeah. I feel like I could stumble on one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like one yeah. for seven. Mm. I don't know, but I mean, Joel Embiid. That was the first time we've seen him, and I'm gonna be honest. He still didn't even have an incredible like the types of games that he's capable of having. Like, I mean, he can have a game where he's sixteen of twenty-three, and he's got fifty on you. Like, yeah. He's capable of doing it. And so he, like he has space to operate. He doesn't have Ben Simmons on the team anymore. Man, just for like just a few years ago they were sitting there having Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid like thinking that was going to be the championship. They were a one seed and they got it was a like triple dunk doink up in Toronto. They were still cuz Doc Rivers gets shit on. He had that team as a one seed still almost winning the championship with a complete non-factor offensively. Oh. I know everything else Ben Simmons did well, but still. Oh, no. I do I do kind of Hope we see Philly get through this round. I do too. Because I want to see Jimmy Butler absolutely dog the mess out of this team. Because Jimmy's playing for them. Before. I love watching Philly. You like? I like Philly. I We've liked Philly all year. Love watching Philly. Yeah. But the Jimmy Butler thing. You, Jimmy we Butler. all have seen oh that clip God. of him walking to the locker room. Yeah. Tobias Harris over me. <laughs> like, please, please tell me you can't watch him drop 50 on Tobias Harris and smile. You know how slow that pace would be in the conference finals. Heat seventy It would be like 75 to 80 oh, yeah. in, in two minutes left in the fourth. Jeez. Shout out to the Knicks. They can't even get a rebound. We're not even going to touch Dude. on that series. Do you think it's over tonight? It's, in the garden, it, it, it's over. Jimmy Butler goes crazy. I, I feel that, too. I don't think Dude. it goes six. If you want to hear what – uh, anything that I, my opinions on the Knicks and Julius Randle go listen to Chris Burns podcast. He says it best. <laughs> Julius Randle is what the hell? Did you see what Stephen A. Smith said about Julius Randle? Trade him for Kyle Anthony Towns. And I'm in my head, by the way. <laughs> That's an insult, bro. <laughs> That's an way, insult. Yeah. By the way, so you you saw like the Jeff Teague explaining the Jimmy Butler story. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Butler, there's this. There's just oh, like oh, 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 where he beat the he beat the starters with, with the third string, yeah. yeah, with the third string, and Jeff T kind of confirmed all that and um, said it was like a blowout and stuff. Carl Anthony Towns was on Paul George's podcast this week. It was a foul. Paul George asked him the question. I was just, I was, I sat down this morning and watched, and I was dying. I didn't realize PG had a podcast. Yeah, I think it just started, but uh, they asked him, and Cat goes. Honestly, like, I can't remember. Like, was it on the internet? He was acting like he didn't know what the hell they were talking about. And then finally, Paul George got to talk about it. And Cat was like, so, yeah, like, uh, Jimmy Butler. And he was trying to discredit what Jeff Teague was saying. He was like, one of the guys, I think, ended up being a starter. He wouldn't say the guy's name. They were all G-leaguers that Jimmy Butler was playing with. None of them made the teams, what Jeff Teague said. But Cat goes, one of them ended up starting for us. But, yeah, it started. We're going back and forth. He goes, Cat goes, you know, I said some shit. Jimmy Butler said some shit. Cat goes, I was balling. Jimmy was just passing a ton, to be honest. And then I think they ended up winning on a last-second shot. Jeff Teague, by the way, said the final score was 18-6. to I think they ended up winning on a last-second shot. And Cat goes, that's really my account. We talked after uh, the scrimmage, and he, he had kind of walked out. But, you know, we dapped up, and I'm forever grateful for that playoff run. They got bounced in the first round. Um, but, yeah, that's what Cat had to say about that. I hate Cat. I, I, I don't hate very many players in the NBA, but Cat is just one of those guys that I will never have respect for. <laughs> I'm sending for. you that video. It's only like a 10-minute clip. Oh, I'm hilarious. watching it, too. I'm going to watch it, too, because he is such a – you're such a liar. Don't nobody believe and you. Paul George is sitting there trying to be so nice to him. It was hilarious. He's so full of crap. Yeah. It was hilarious. Oh, that, but, I'm yeah, cool. Stephen A. Smith saying that he's gonna tra- he wants to trade Cat for Julius Randle. I think that doesn't improve anything. No, that's the dumbest trade I've ever seen in my life. You're trading one softy for another softy. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to be honest, I think Julius Randle's probably a little bit tougher than... I think Carl he's tougher. Towns. I think Julius Randle's attitude's a hell of a lot worse. Oh, no, it's... it's Because when he's worse. mad about something, he doesn't even try. No, I mean, it's, it's... It's... Chris Vernon had the greatest analogy for it. It's the kid in kickball that you had to talk into playing kickball. He shanks the first one and gets out, and he, like, walks off whining. I never even want to play this game anyways. And then you have to walk, talk him back in. Exactly and you have to tell the is. other team, don't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> just let just let, let the him, kid let have fun play. so he will play. Yeah. That's exactly right. What year was that, 2017 or 2018? Uh, I believe it was 2017 or 18. I yeah, think he it was played, 18. He played 59 games here, so let's look. I think it was 18. 
I'm looking at this team roster. Yeah, it was. By the way, Cat's team because I, I did a video for Enjoy Basketball on this. Cat's team was Jeff Teague, Derek Rose, uh, Taj Gibson, and I forget who the fifth guy was, but it was all like starters at the time in the NBA. Oh, this, I still hate ESPN. lost. Uh, Cat's such a baby. I can't stand him. I'm so glad we don't have to watch him in the playoffs anymore. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to chat. I've been seeing uh, stuff going off in here. Tyler Dean asks, who you think it's winning the NBA Finals? Has that changed with the Celtics, by the way? I still like the Celtics. I still like the Celtics down 3-2 as well, Tyler. Uh, Low Rivers asking about the Nuggets. We'll get to them in just one second, my guy. Uh, let's see. CW9 said, congrats on 200K, man. Thank you so very much. Y'all make sure to leave a like on stream. And CW9, thanks for showing up to every single one, Brody. Really appreciate that, my man. All right, I found this roster. I bet you Jimmy Butler was playing with Marcus George Hunt, Shabazz Muhammad. I know you remember that name. Justin, I, I guarantee you it was Justin Patton that cast said. I'm pretty sure one of those guys ended up starting because uh, they had a game at the end of the season where this dude, Justin Patton, played the Grizzlies. And everybody was like, who the hell is Justin Patton? He was like, he's been in the G League all year. So I guarantee you that's what Cat's saying. Because he would not say his name. Cat would not say Brody's name. Because nobody in the world knows Justin Patton, but I do remember, I like vividly remember him watching him start a game. Because, bro, Jeff Teague was adamant about like none of these cats made the team. Man started six games. Yeah. Not for them, but he started them for uh, for Houston. But I guarantee you that's who it was. What a dumbass. I hate Dude, I, I, I'll send you the link to that video right now. Hold on. It's just going to infuriate me. Yeah. Hold on. Was it Wiggins? Wiggins was probably the other person that played with Cat. Yeah, Wiggs. Wiggs was, Wiggs the, was the other there. one. Wiggs was the other one. Yeah. Yeah. That team should not have gotten beat. Yeah, because I've never heard of this Marcus George They Hunt. hated each other. Cat and Jimmy Butler hated each other. Oh, I don't doubt it. I don't think... I'm going to be honest. Jim, Jimmy don't take very well to Charmin. Yeah. <laughs> the story, what Jeff Teague said, it was the start of training camp. Jimmy had missed the first three days. He didn't even show up. I don't know. And then he was... Why they were running laps on the fourth day of training camp. He was over there stretching like with his personal trainer. And everyone else is running laps and doing drills and shit. Jimmy's over there stretching. Thibodeau, coach at the time, goes, hey, let's run a scrimmage. And Jimmy goes, I'm playing. But he goes, I ain't playing with the starters. And then grabbed all the G-leaguers, and that's how it started. I love Jimmy Butler. He's the coolest dude ever. I mean, let's be honest. That's my, like, perfect offseason is Jimmy Butler's in a grizzly uniform. I just sent the video to you. What, Jimmy Butler getting traded to Memphis? No, the uh, the Carl Anthony Towns trying to explain that shit. Oh, no. You want to get into the Nuggets, uh, Suns? So, Nikola Jokic last night, another historic night. We all know he had 53 in the loss in game four. But last night he broke Wilt Chamberlain's triple-double postseason record. By a center, yeah. Yep. Incredible. Yeah, he's insane. He also uh, got Kevin Durant teed up by flopping like Matt Ishbia. That was the softest. Rubbed tea off I've ever like seen in my uh, life. rubbed off on him, I guess, the other night. But shout out to Nikola Jokic, man, another <laughs> incredible performance. Mike Malone was asked about that Wilt Chamberlain thing, and his sarcastic response was, "Must be stat padding." I was kinda, he kind of chuckled to himself. But did the Nuggets close this out in six? Bro, I don't even know what to think about the Suns. Like. Oh. I just think when you're relying on two guys, yeah, two guys, and then also we we saw what Landry Shamit did, but is that really repeatable? Uh, Josh Okoge was great in the regular season. I haven't seen him at all. Has he played? <laughs> yes, he's played, bro. Oh, he, oh shoot, he started, played eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, but he's he's been a disappearing act. Yeah, I just think it's not their year. It's not. They need they need a year to gel, anyways. And I mean, yeah. is Chris Paul? He, they play tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. is um, Chris Paul playing? That's the big question because I think it was smart to sit Chris, even if he was healthy last night because they had won two in a row. But now, do you play him in Game Six? I would. I'd, I'd play him. Yeah. I'd, I'd play him so that Cameron Payne could come off your bench and maybe be something of a factor off the bench. Yeah. So you don't have to play guys like I would Schmander too. Shamit. <laughs> I, I think know. This the Nuggets. A basket case. I think the Nuggets close it out in seven. I think Booker has one. Massive game in him. Mike Michael Malone did say after that he's he goes. I told the team pregame, Booker is not beating us because he is lethal and still at twenty eight. Yeah, still at twenty eight. But look at the efficiency. Oh right? no, it was garbage. Mm-hmm. Eight of nine. I mean, eight of nineteen. I'd take that if Dylan. Not Brooks terrible, but so I believe it was the first time in the series he missed more shots than he made. I don't doubt it. It's Four crazy. of seven from three is nice too. Yeah, it is nice. But yeah, um, I, I see the Nuggets in and in seven. 
I'd probably lean that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's the the factor in this series that I wasn't anticipating was like the defense that Denver was going to play. Like, obviously, it's easier when you're playing just two guys, but you're playing two superstars. But what's okay. up? All NBA teams just dropped. Uh-oh. Do not look them up. Do not look them up. Look at the teams. Actually, you know what? You look them up. I'm going to look at the teams and try to guess them. No, no, no. I already got the teams pulled up. You told me not to look it up. You already had it halfway looked up. So No, I didn't. Do you, you, do, do you do you want to guess I got it? it? I got this. Do you want to guess it? I got this. Okay. I got don't one. look at your phone because there's noties on the phone about it. So I, I don't want you looking at your phone. There you go. All right. He just thinks I'm that much of a cheater. If I was that much of a cheater, I would have passed my exams today. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Going to NBA.com. Let me make sure everything on the stream is still running well. Okay. All NBA first team. Run it. All right, Joel Embiid. Yes. Um, Giannis. Yes. Can you give me the positional stuff again? Because Jokic won't. Jokic will be on the second team because he's a center, right? Yeah. So Joel Embiid is a center. Giannis is a power forward. So I need a small forward, shooting guard, point guard. Yes. Um. The two, the two guards, point guard and shooting guard, they can be either one, and they're both in the Western Conference. Is it Stephen Curry? No. Damn. Shea. Yes. Shea yes, Gilders, Alexander. So now we have Shea, Joel Embiid, and Giannis. I just really wanted Shea to be. Luca. Luca is your fourth. Um, One more. Small forward. Small forward. Jason Tate. Yes. So all NBA first Damn, team. All NBA first team is Luka Doncic, Shea Gildress Alexander, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid. I will say I'm extremely surprised about Luka being in here. I just with the record. I mean, they didn't even make the play in. I mean, you heard me say stuff first. So. Yeah, Luca was that good, but I mean, with ever since the Kyrie trade, they've been bad. Yeah, the the numbers kind of fell off. You got to remember though, like one of the biggest games this season was a sixty point triple double, and that's insane. I mean, yeah, and he won a game. Like yeah. the, that was also the Knicks. So yeah. just fun he had some hell up. Like he, he had some of the bigger moments. So like he's gonna be on NBA voters. Right. I'm so glad this dropped because this is fun. All right, second team. All right, Nikola Jokic is the center. Yes, Nikola Jokic. Um, Steph Curry. Steph Curry. I don't want to say it because I don't want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But uh, actually, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. I've only missed one so far. Oh, I jinxed it. Um, Another Celtic. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's all NBA second team. Wait, so I have Steph... Don, Donovan Steph, Jayna. Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown, and Nikola Jokic. So I need a power forward? You need a small forward. Jalen Brown, I, I would count as a four. He's the four? With this guy, yes. Oh. It's another Eastern Conference team still in the playoffs. Been the best guy in the playoffs. It's not Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. No. That's crazy with the regular season. Dude, his had. regular season was butt. It's crazy. Did he even make the All-Star game? It's crazy. I don't even think he made the All-Star game. Please look that up. I don't think Jimmy Butler made the All-Star I game. I don't think he did. Was this voting like with the playoffs? With the playoffs, obviously, Jimmy Butler yeah, was top Yeah, obviously, five but dude. Regular season, this is garbage shocking. in the regular yeah. season. Jimmy Butler all. By the way, Donovan Mitchell's reaction to not getting first team. Donovan Mitchell's the guy I had above Luka Doncic on first yeah. team. Donovan Mitchell tweeted out F-O-H. F out of here is what that means. No, Jimmy did not make the All-Star game this year. Jimmy Butler should not be on second team <laughs> All-NBA. And that's coming from the like biggest Jimmy Butler fan in the history of the world. How do you feel about the Donovan Mitchell thing? I think he should I'm be. fine with that. I think. Luca's second team and then Donovan Mitchell. I, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I had Luca in my top three of MVP voting for the majority of the year until that Kyrie trade went down. So, like, right. with that being in mind, I'd probably, I bet you he was probably, like, fourth or fifth in MVP voting. So, right. in that instance – I'd probably lean him. I have the teams pulled up why uh while Cooper's trying to guess third team. Don't look at the stream either, by the way. I'm not. I have the teams pulled up. Guess the third team. You third ha- team. So I'll I'll repeat. Second team, you had Stephen Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown, Jimmy Butler, and Nikola Jokic, who is on the all NBA third team. It's LeBron James. Uh yes, LeBron James. Is the other Laker on there? No. Thank God. That would have been crazy. With um, the injuries, yeah. All right, so LeBron, Devin Booker, no, whoa, because the injuries. He was out okay. for a long time. All right, so that's just two. I've only missed two. Um, LeBron James, is De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron Fox, swipe up. Um, There's another point guard. 
There is another point guard. Mm-hmm. Also in the Western Conference. Ah, oh, damn it. Also, when you say it's in the Eastern Conference, I was about to drop Tyrese Halliburton's name so damn fast. Uh-uh. Damian Lillard. 71, you had to put him in there. Yep. All right, so, so Dame. Dame, De'Aaron Fox, LeBron James. Two big men left. Guy you're just pissing on. Oh, shit. Julius Randle? Yeah, Julius <laughs> Randle. Julius Randle is uh, your four. One more left. I'm going to say this just for fun. Jaron Jackson Jr.? No. I honestly would have put Jaron in over this guy, if I'm being honest. But I am. He's not biased. in the Eastern Conference. Plays for a team that has green colors, is he? Uh, no, he's not. Okay, the good. He, he is Eastern Conference? Uh, no, he's not he's Eastern West? Conference. He's Western Conference. West. Missing one more guy. You have De'Aaron Fox, LeBron James, Damian Lillard, Julius Randle. One more is this guy. Yes, DeMontis. Damn, they got two All-NBA teams? Yep. Kings got two All-NBA I think there's three on that. Though. That's pretty impressive. That Out of 15, I, 15 or 18, amazing, I'd take that on bro. an exam in college if I could get that it. That is amazing. You want to talk through your exams? <laughs> no, I don't. Dude, I've never in my life got a 36 on an exam. Bro, you got a 36. I told you I was 50 points off of what I needed to no, make. And I needed an 85. Oh, what was the name of the class, bro? Uh, shit, let's pull it up because I don't know it off the top of my head. Marketing. You support. don't even know the name of the class. <laughs> no wonder you got a fucking 36. You get a 36. Bro, and to make it worse, it was open nose, dog. Yeah, you get a 36 on open nose. Um, I oh, so, I know because you didn't take any notes. No. Um, but, like, I, so I printed out the two exams I did take, two of the four exams I took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, they helped on two of the questions. Two out of 50 were those two exams. But it's marketing intro to operations and supply chain management. Which, why in the hell is that an entrepreneurship degree requirement? I don't know. Do I care about supply chain management? No. Poor guy. You have one more exam tomorrow. What's the name of that class? No, I'm taking it tonight. It's project management. You're a real one showing up for the podcast. And you got to take an exam after. I need like a 150 to get a C, so it's not possible. So I don't care. Just another punt. It's just another, <laughs> just another punt, man. Just more money coming out my butthole. Hey, you know what I'm screaming? Hey, hey, but I was 15 to 18. I on was the just All-NBA about teams. to bring up when it came 18. to the All NBA teams, bro. It was 15 of 18. I just need to change my major again and go into something sports related, hey, bro. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that. If we're gonna waste I'm money, s- anyways, might as well do something I care about. Hey. We move in. It's all good vibes. We move into our new crib in five days. We have a new studio and everything day. coming up. It's all good vibes from here. It's a good day. Are you shocked? No, John Moran on the. No, I'm not shocked. I'm not so breaking news: John Moran's not on the All NBA team, <laughs> <laughs> as is up on screen. But we were just saying earlier in the podcast, Ja will miss out on thirty nine million dollars over the next five years because yep. he did not make an All NBA team this year likely due to his suspension, removing him from the All-NBA conversation. This is not good for Ja. He's losing a ton of money. But, however, franchise perspective for the Memphis Grizzlies, it's extremely good. Extremely Um, good. I wouldn't put – if I'm being non-biased, I would not put him over any of the guards. No, I wouldn't have. I'm – oh, I'm so happy to hear Shea was on first team. Yes. That is the most deserved, like – award given out this year. I think being on first team All-NBA. Off Dome, though. So you got the three teams right there. Mm-hmm. Biggest snub from all NBA team. I'll be honest, I'd have Jaron Jackson over both I think my, I th- and Julius Randle, but that is a little biased. But I think Jaron Jackson's one that comes to mind. I'm looking at these other teams. Yeah. Um, let, me, let me pull up some other Paul teams. George and Kawhi didn't play enough. Yeah. Same with Devin Booker, KD. Yeah, let me look up the um, NBA teams real quick. Because I don't want to go to what other people are saying. I want to make What type of season did Ant have? I don't think Ant he came on be, he late. He couldn't have beat the guards he, though. He came on late. I just would not put Ant over Damian Lillard no. uh, or De'Aaron Fox with no, the, with the season either. the Kings had. Uh, let's see NBA teams. Kyrie Irving. No, nah, I wouldn't have put him over any of those. I think it's a big man. Statistically, he had a good season though. Yeah, but he's a basket case. He did actually play sixty games. So he needs a contract this summer. I'm dead. <laughs> uh, but Kyrie Irving's a name. I, I believe right now it is Jaron Jackson's the biggest one. I'd have Jaron or Pascal Siakam and even Brook Lopez. I'll give him a nod. Like I feel like those guys played better all around seasons. Could throw Demar Derozan. Yeah, I mean, I'd even throw him in there. Um, as far I'd as throw Tyrese Halliburton in there. Nobody's throwing him anywhere. 
He, hey. was, he was hurt and had a shit season. All right, Wally Zerbiak. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Chat, by the way, do not get First ballot all-star. <laughs> Chat, do not hate. I, I have love for Tyrese. I can't wait until Tyrese Halliburton's inducted into the Naismith Hall of Fame. Um, didn't you say you wanted Aaron Gordon on this list? What? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see your I double, I double take because I thought you said somebody I just named, but I was like, Aaron Gordon? <laughs> he has had a he, – he did have a good season. He has. It's been a decent year. Hold on. Let me uh, – Still making sure everything's showing up. To to be fair, you lost guys like Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, um, Anthony Davis due to injuries. Is Devin he, Booker is Zion. Anthony Davis a snub? No. Lamelo Ball is not on this list, but he, he was. He only played like thirty, 30 games. games, maybe. Um, I think Pascal, Jaron are probably the two guys I'd potentially look at. Maybe Bam. I honestly wanted to see Killian Hayes on this list. You're right. I wanted the, <laughs> I wanted Luca Garza for the culture Imagine. on these lists. Imagine. I thought Jake Laravia deserved a nod. On a serious note, your boy Trey Young did not make it. Thank God. We hey, we don't we don't support plastic points here. <laughs> this dude. This if dude. you can't tell, I've only watched like thirty minutes of the Chris Vernon show. <laughs> if Trey does not um I, I think if they somehow miss the playoffs next year, he's gone. They will si- they will side long. with Quinn Snyder on this. I don't even know if it'll take that long. If the trade deadline, they're out of the play in picture. He's gone at the deadline. I could see a world where Quinn Snyder's like, I think Dejounte Murray could be my starting point guard on a playoff team. Right. I don't need Trey Young. I could see a world where that happens because Quinn Snyder is going to lean more towards the grittier player in that sense. Which I, I mean, y- you and I can sit here and talk about how we don't think Dejounte Murray is all that in a bag of chips all day long. But I mean, he is the grittier player over. Trey Young. They just don't fit together. They're two no. ball-dominant guys. And, I mean, you saw how awesome they could be when the other person wasn't playing. Facts. Let's. I, I like those lists, though, aside from the big men in the last one. I'm fine with Sabonis, but Julius Randle, no. To wrap up the snubs, I think um, Jalen Brunson yeah. could be a name. I wouldn't put him over Damian Lillard. I wouldn't or have him over those Fox. guys. But. Um, but I think – even though the Raptors weren't that good, Pascal Siakam's another name. He had an incredible season statistically. Agreed. Um, James Harden's another name. I believe he led the league in assists. He did not. Or close to it. <laughs> I th- hold on. I just pulled it up and then I clicked away. <laughs> You're just making shit up. No, Trey Young was. It was Trey, Nicole Jokic, and James Harden. Okay. And Trey shot like negative 5% from the field. Trey, Trey shot probably the worst he shot from three this entire season. Or in his entire career. Yeah, he was horrible. Oh, hold on, hold on, That's postseason. Regular season, James Harden was, in fact, the number one assist. <laughs> I was on postseason. I apologize. I blame ESPN for being garbage at what they do. I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN, hire us, please. Imagine. Um... So, all right. So, because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum uh, both had all NBA nods, they are now super max eligible. So, there may be some decisions to be made this summer. Jason Tatum can now earn up to $318 million. Jalen Brown can earn up to $295 million. Dang. Wow. I mean, you know what this means. If they lose in this second round series, I think they get split up. Dead serious. Yeah, Jalen Brown's going to be in Memphis. Dude, I would freaking nut. Uh, let's split some hairs. We, m- we mentioned a ton of names that could be possible uh, snubs. Dang. What? I'm getting, like, shots taken from the chat. Hold on. Blames ESPN like he ain't reading the article, just like he ain't reading his notes for class. <laughs> Shout out, cat. Shout out, Joke's Kat. on y'all, though. I don't even have notes for the class. Shut up, Cat. I do not take notes. <laughs> you go, you go, I got a 36, and it was open notes. I'm like, bro, you didn't take any damn notes. <laughs> bro, like, I mean, when I sat there, and I, like, every question I looked through that, those two exams that I had taken already, and I'm like, bro, why is none of these questions on this exam? And I finally got to one where I was like, hey, hey I got that one right. <laughs> so on. I know which ones I got right. Yeah. The two, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I will shout out to you. Appreciate you being a good sport, bro. Oh, go. I probably could have guessed better than actually trying to sit there and hey. take it. I probably should have just went B the entire way down. It's better to take it like this than just. I mean, because your reaction's not gonna change anything, anyways. If you're sitting here, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I didn't forget to Rally. take notes. I just choose not to take notes. Get better. Yeah. I, don't, I don't take notes. 
I don't get tired. Oh. Do you know that's from my Kevin Gates? I like Kevin Gates. Okay. I like, I know, uh, hold on. Now I gotta look up Kevin Gates songs. What series haven't we talked about yet? Uh, that I, that was all I wanted to cover oh. series wise. I just wanted to split hairs now, um, and because we mentioned snubs, is there anybody I think, as far as like which guy I would have on a team above or below? The first one that comes to mind is the one we already mentioned, Donovan Mitchell. I'd have him above Luka Doncic on first team. Um, but as far as that, with the guys that already made it, I like Steph. On the second team, I like LeBron on the third team. I know those are big names, but statistically-wise, with the seasons everybody else had, uh, Jimmy Butler does not belong on second team. I would put LeBron James over him. Jimmy Butler at all is honestly surprising. It, I, but, again, I don't really know how these – I guess they take into consideration the playoffs. So, like, maybe that's something. Because mm-hmm. that also could have knocked Jaron – because he did not play very well in the playoffs. <laughs> Shout out Celtics Prods. He goes, the only course he's taking notes on is Grizzlies history. <laughs> he goes, bro, that's a fact. Bro, was, you should see. on Gri- You bring a shit ton of notes, too. Yeah, it, dude, if there was a class on Grizzlies history, I'd be acing it. Oh, God. I'd have such a good time with that. Yeah, we would. Maybe I need to go to Ole Miss and tell them to create that class. <laughs> Let's create it. Let's do it. But uh, LeBron James over Jimmy Butler on second team, you agree with that? I don't know if I'd put LeBron over him. I feel like there's somebody. I don't know. That position's kind of shallow. Yeah, I agree. I need, I, I need to look up this all NBA teams. Oh. I think it's like two guards, three forwards. No, I'm just gonna three see. Three guards, two forwards. Do, uh, like, like do all NBA teams take into account playoffs? No, they don't. It's regular season award. Really? Yes. Then how is Jimmy Butler on? Here? I know that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm perplexed. And, like, regular season-wise, the team was a seven seed. Now they're, like, literally, like, on Hall of Fame play- level playing against rookie. Yeah, no, no, Like, Jimmy Butler in the playoffs is built different. But yeah, but now like, it's – I bet you – here, hold on. Here we go. Literally makes no sense. Jimmy Butler. All right, so Jimmy Butler regular season-ish, he played – all right, 2023 regular season, he played 64 games, 22.9 points from the field. We'll round up to 23. We'll round up to six uh, rebounds and five assists, two steals on 54% from the field, 35 from three, 85 from free throw. In the playoffs alone, the man is averaging 35 and a, 33 and a half, six and a half rebounds, five assists, uh, about the same steals. On 56 from the field, 39.5 from three. Like it's dead ass, like a different player. That's that's a 12 point difference. Literally. How is 23 points a game all yeah. NBA worthy? Makes no sense. Like he wasn't even all defensive team this mm. year. No. Granted, and I'm not upset like by it. Him, I love him. I like him as an all defensive team member better than I like all NBA because he did average two steals. Yeah. Game, you know? I don't know. That. If, if it really does only take into account the regular season, that one's kind of wild. To By me. the way, how hilarious is that our friend Devin Walker that runs the Grizzlies social had to post Dylan Brooks making all defensive team yesterday? I was honestly kind of shocked he did. <laughs> I'd put Jimmy Butler in over Dylan but Brooks. But, like, I was just shocked that people would still be willing to vote for him. After, no, especially no, after all the, the votes came in a long time. Oh, ago. they were a long. Okay, all okay, the, okay. all the votes, I believe the cutoff date's like playoff start. Oh, okay. It was, they just announced him. They just announced him late. Yeah. 23 is wild to me for Jimmy Butler. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm being a hater. Y'all know I love Jimmy Butler more than anybody. So And our boy Celtics pride, he said the same thing. I was Luka on first team. Yeah, we want Donovan Mitchell over him for sure. Well, um, As far as everything else, I think I'm good. I think the Jimmy Butler thing and the Luka thing, that, oh, that's all I got. Next guy that definitely needs to be talked about as a snub. Lori Markkinen had a better season than both Julius Randle, Pascal Siakam, Paul George, Jaron, Evan Mobley. <laughs> yeah. He averaged 25.5 points per game uh, on 50% from the field, uh, 39 from three. Um, I just think the record gave Randall the edge. Eight and a half rebounds, though. I mean, he has better, like, obviously I didn't watch every Utah game, and I'll, I'd be lying to you if I did. But It'd he be has Rand- better stats. Because Sabonis, I think with the Kings record, you have to – that's obvious. I think yeah. it's Randall that you're competing with Lowry Marketing, and And he had a better season than Randall. Yeah, yeah, I get it. 
And Brandon Ingram had a better season than Jimmy Butler. This DeMar is, DeRozan had a better season than Jimmy Butler. Kawhi Leonard had a better season. This is why in the future it's positionless, bro, because we look at the small forward position on these lineups, and they have to be feel, filled, but it's a shallow class. Yeah. I would put Jalen Brunson in over Julius Randle. I would if too. it was you know five positionless players, I would have Jalen Brunson in there over Julius. Absolutely. But that's pretty much all I got, man. You got anything else? I kind of forgot about Lori Morgan, so no, that's all I got. Y'all make sure to like and subscribe. It's a final Wednesday edition of the pod in this studio. We're beginning a new studio next week. Next Monday, we're not going to be able to uh, do a show because we'll be moving into the new crib. Um, But Wednesday and Thursday will be, actually, I think we'll only go one day because I'll be out of town for a wedding. But Wednesday will be the only day next week we'll be live on YouTube. Uh, Tomorrow, we'll be right back here, though, 530 Central Time. Are you going to be able to come tomorrow? Should be, unless I have to work the 8th grade graduation. Okay. Just let me know. I will. Just let me know. We should be back here uh, tomorrow. Shout out to the NBA for dropping all NBA teams right at the perfect timing. You and I both think the Celtics are still alive, and I think the Warriors are still alive after tonight as well. Lakers blew a 3-1 lead. I don't think that. But the creation of the last dance is coming. Okay. It's coming. Okay. Just with the blue and gold. <laughs> Instead of the red and black. Well, Cooper, I hope you have a great, great night, my friend. Yes, sir.